0: Good morning, Trinity, and welcome to our daily podcast. My name is Tripp. I'm the pastor on the north side. And today I'd like us to look at our psalm reading from Psalm 133, Psalm 133. This is a short psalm, yet it's a very significant psalm. In just a few verses, it invites us to sit with themes of unity, especially unity within the church and what it means for us as the family of God to walk in the unity of the Lord and to embody that unity for the world around us. And so I want to read this and then we will pray and discuss this for a few minutes together. Psalm 133, how very good and pleasant it is when kindred live together in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head, running down upon the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down over the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord ordained his blessing, life forevermore. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father S., always we give thanks for your word. We thank you for the way in which throughout all cultures and times and places, you continue to reach us and speak to us through these words. And so we thank you for this psalm. We ask that you would quiet and steady our hearts so that we can hear from you today through your word. We pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, like I said, I want to take a few minutes and talk about unity. Unity, it seems to me, is a an elusive thing. It's a fairly elusive thing these days. I think whatever your convictions may be, it seems as though we are challenged daily to double down on those convictions. It's like we're told to dig our heels in. And in the process, we are creating as much space and distance as is humanly possible from people who think differently than us. This is happening in countless ways and countless Situations across our country, even across our world, because we see this. We see it not just at a national level, we see it at an international level. We see these debates on all these different topics on foreign policy, domestic policy, the stability and the future of the global markets, how we respond to a pandemic, on and on and on we could go. However, we also see these threats to unity, we could call them, at really intimate and personal levels as well. We see unity threatened at the dinner table. We see it threatened on a video call with family members who may or may not share our convictions. We see it when we choose to avoid people that we love because we know that they don't see things or think the same way as we do. So let's talk about unity because I think in today's psalm reading, We are reminded of the goodness of unity. Unity is something we should long for, something we should strive after. It says it is a very good and pleasant thing. Unity is meant to be a way of life, a defining part of our human existence. It's not a passing moment. It's not meant to be a fleeting emotion. It says we're meant to live together in unity. That's a statement of a way of life, a way of being. Yet, we also, I think, learn two additional things about unity from this short psalm. Firstly, uh, we learn that unity is meant to be a sign that we are family, a sign that we are kindred, that we're kin, as we might say here in the South, kin who belong to one another, and therefore we choose to seek that unity with everything that we have. Secondly, and I think helpfully, if you find that unity within your family is ever elusive, and if it feels impossible, we find this, that this unity is not something you and I can fabricate, or unity is something that we can manufacture, but unity is a gift from God, and it is a sign of his blessing. We can long for unity, we can pray For unity, we can seek forgiveness and healing of old wounds, but you and I cannot force it and we cannot make it appear. Our greatest hope for a life of unity is for us to move closer to a source of unity, really the truest source of unity, the Holy Trinity, because it's within the life of God, within the life of the Trinity that we're reminded of the way of unity the way that unity and diversity find a faithful expression. And it's here in the presence of God that we encounter the refreshment and the renewal that this psalm points to. This psalm is all about the refreshment that comes when we live a life of unity. It's like oil on the beard of Aaron or the dew of Hermon falling on the mountains of Zion. And this is really interesting, that second illustration that the psalmist gives, gives us throughout the bible this is important throughout the bible mount zion is seen as a taste of what we experience fully in the life of the church if you've never made that connection let me say it again when you read especially the old testament and it speaks of mount zion we as christians can read that as a foreshadowing of the church of the fulfillment of god's nearness and his presence with his people in the life of the church So just as God's presence dwelt upon Zion in these ancient days, today, we as the baptized family of God, we find our home and our hope as members of the body of Christ, as members of his church. And so for us, then the church is meant to be a source of unity in times of division. When we feel divided and torn, we are meant to turn to the church to remember what it means to be one, to remember what it means to live a life defined by unity. We need to remember the source when we live uh, in days in which we, we need this constant reminder really of who our truest family is, who our closest relations are. I would say this, if if you listen to these words today and you find yourself struggling to know where you belong, or you struggle to know to whom you belong, who is your brother or your sister or your mother or your father, where maybe for a long time, or maybe just in recent years, those relationships have been strained and stretched and maybe feel more confusing than you feel as though they ought. I think today, Psalm 133, it's an invitation. It invites us really afresh, to turn our hearts and our lives towards the family of God, to take a step towards the church, trusting, I think, that as we do, our Lord Jesus, in his goodness and in his love, he will meet us, he will restore us, and give us the gift of unity because he unites us to himself, which is true unity. It's the truest unity we could ever know or hope for, or long for. And so my question today is, is today, this Thursday, what would it look like for you to take a step towards the church, towards the family of God, especially in these days of distancing, these days of pandemic, when we're not gathering as the church the way we might traditionally think or understand, what does it still mean to pursue the life of the church, to pursue the unity of our life together? How can you maybe think outside the box and do that with brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers in the family of God? And so let me say a prayer and then we'll close. So Father, we do just thank you uh, today for the gift of unity, the gift of unity that you offer to us within the life of your family, the church. And so I, I say This morning in these times of great confusion, these times of disorientation, would you help us to see you clearly? Help us to move towards you, towards your people with a faithful intentionality. We pray this today through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you today.